tragedies are commonplace. All kinds of diseases, people just slipping away. Economies down, and people can't get enough pay. But as for me, all I can say is thank you, Lord, for all that you have done for me. Isn't it amazing how songs that we have always sung resonate different? They hit different. They just, the words of the songs mean something. Because before, I feel like maybe I was just singing them. And so I didn't really hear the words. I love the beats. And, you know, I like the part. Thank you, Lord, for all you done I like that. So that's the high part. Yeah, but then when you really, really develop that relationship with God, those words get different. And especially in this time, like I remember I had to sing somewhere and I always sing this song. I love this song because if you think about it, even in this time, tragedies are commonplace. All kinds of diseases. Oh, we got COVID going on. I mean, just all these different strains, just craziness happening people slipping away I mean literally just here today gone tomorrow and it's nothing that we can do about it because it's not in our power but it's in the divine power of the Holy Spirit it's in the divine power of God and so when do we come to that concept or that thought process where we're like okay I literally don't control anything concerning my life. Everything that I have going on is by the hands of God. And so that's what I was saying, like, in my introduction, how we have to literally align ourselves with the plan that God has for us and how you align yourself. It's literally just saying, look, I can't do this. Because we know we can. We fail every time when we try to do it our way. And if you are winning, baby, it wasn't you that made that. It, it wasn't you. It wasn't you that made that happen. It was God. He just showed favor on you, even in the midst of your disobedience or even in the midst of you not paying him any attention. But he's still paying attention to you. See, the one thing and that's... I always say that. The one thing... I think that's my thing. Y'all know I get off. But the beauty, I'm always going to talk about the beauty in Christ and God. Like, just knowing that he's always there. He always has your back. He literally is always there. When you disagree with him because you want something that he's telling you you're not ready for or you want something that he's telling you that you don't need. He's still there. Because granny, he gonna let... Now, sometimes he likes to teach you a little lesson. And that's, again, what I was talking about. Learning where you are in life. Where you are in these seasons. Sometimes certain things are just meant to be there. Or meant to happen because it was just a moment. For you to gain a lesson sometimes God literally puts 
things in place to see which decision you're going to, you, you know, what choice you're going to make. And when you choose your way, he's going to always have your back and bring you out of it. However, you're going to go through something so that you can remember who you are supposed to depend on. Because we cannot depend on ourselves. You did not wake yourself up and you never will. God did. So when are we going to grasp that? When do we literally set aside ourselves? Because I'm telling you, we get in our own way all the time. Everything. If you sit, really, wherever you are, standing, working, sitting down at home, wherever you are in your car, think about it. Just take time right now. And you think about the choices that you have made within the last couple of months and how many of those choices were were literally God-spoken choices or they were your choice. And how did it how did that come out for you? Because I'm pretty sure that didn't work. You ain't got this. And even if it did, it won't last that that joy or that moment. It's just not gonna last too long because you cannot do any anything you try to do without God, it's impossible. So yeah, it might look good for the moment, but I can guarantee you something gonna something, something gonna show you. God ain't God is not in this. So, what are we gonna do? Tell me, what are we going to do? Are we going to shift our minds and literally say, "Look, I can do this. I am capable. I have the authority to change my surroundings." When you walk in a room, you should own the room. That's just how powerful and how rooted you should be in who you are in Christ because nobody should shake you nothing should shake you nothing should make you feel small nothing because you are a queen you are a king so when wherever you are and in whatever situation you in own it own the same way I said own who you are own it own own your moments that's how you go undefeated because when you don't own the moments and like I said, learn the lessons, transitions, whatever the case it may be. When you don't take time to do that, then whatever that is takes over you. So now here you are wallowing in sorrow, pity, wanting, and oh, oh, and we are good for going to other people to tell them what is wrong with us because we really want them to draw, draw more of our sorrow out so that we can have that. So that we can be like, oh, yes, they pulled that more sorrow out of me. So, oh, right now I can get a good cry. Okay, you done got that good cry, but what now? Because now you still got to go home with that same burden. You still got to go home and still think about that failed plan. You got to go home and still, you know, think about whatever you got going on. You still are going to have that weight. Why carry something you weren't meant to carry? We are not supposed to be burden bearers. Even here on earth, heaven on earth, we are still supposed to experience God's greatness here on this earth when we are abiding by his rule, when we are doing what. And I don't want to say rules because that, you know, humans, we, 
then <laughs> to, you know, words tear us up. And, and and that's just because of how our mindsets are. And little things jack us up. If I say the wrong word or I say it in the wrong tone, see, you said it in the wrong, see, why? Why does that matter? What I said was still true. But it does matter. It is important. It is very important to important to make sure that you you know use the right tone when you're talking to people because tone does matter however we as humans are so offended by everything every little thing offends us so we get offended by every little thing and we don't think God get offended when we don't even take time to we get blessed and don't even take time, just one time out the day to say, God, thank you for today. Thank you for letting me breathe. Thank you for even letting me have my eyes to see. Like, thank you for letting me be able to walk. Thank you for, just thank you. One time a day, one. He is not asking you for you to be like laid out in your room all day, prostrate on the floor. Just give him something. I mean, he is giving, 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 giving. Giving. And we're just taking, taking, taking. But what do we give? What do we really give? And in giving and just thanking God for who he is, that that shifts your atmosphere. That shifts your circumstances. That shifts your moments, that shifts the things that are around you, that shifts the people and the relationships that you have. There are some things, some generational curses, there are there are friendships that have had, you know, that are really good friendships, but you've had sh- some shaky things, but if you just literally, God, thank you for this friendship, and whatever it is that you need done with this, fix it, do it, Lord. But yet we'll go on Google how to build better bonds. I don't know. I'm just making that up. But I'm just saying, like, we got to do better. We are going to do better. I know if if God is changing me after all the craziness that I have been through, like, I say like a lot. But all the craziness that I've been through, if he can change my mindset, then I know he can do it for you all. Because again, like I said, I'm not, just because my situation is so significant to me because it's my situation doesn't mean that uh, that your situation isn't meaningful either. You might not be going through exactly what I'm going through. Like I said, the scenarios might not be the same, but the story in the end, We all need healing. We all need favor. We all need blessings. We all need something from God. But the most important thing that I feel like we need is relationships. We have to learn how to truly build real relationships. Real relationships is just like how you are with your friends and how you are with your soulmate or whomever 
Like, you literally do whatever it takes to build that bond. So why not do whatever it takes to build this bond with God? You do not have to be extra. Like I said, daily, God, thank you for all that you've done. Holy Spirit, please guide me. Guide me today. That's all. It's simple. But we make stuff so difficult. Why do we like for life to just be hard? Because in reality, if we all realize that we are not our circumstance, we are not our circumstances, then I guarantee you, you will look at life different. Things will start your the the way that you see things, and that's why, like when I first started this journey it was the Holy Spirit and at the time I wasn't you know I didn't know I'm just like something in me something is telling me so I'm like something is telling me to say God open my ears open my eyes you know open my heart purify my heart and so the more I did that I mean the more I did that the more I started seeing things different. I started thinking things different. Even my relationship with my children changed because <laughs> this right here, this part, and this goes out for all the parents that's out there, single parents, and even the ones that aren't um, single parents. But you know how you find yourself yelling at your yelling at your kids all the time, like, "Oh, okay, that's enough. Okay, bye." All right, because they're just coming to show you love or they're just coming to show you something or tell you something and you like, okay, all right, that's enough. The reason why it's not that you don't love that kid or that kid is really bothering you. That kid is bothering your anxiety. That kid is bothering your depression. That kid is bothering the things that you that you internally have going on. So you're aggravated. So now you're aggravated. And you like, don't, no reason. For no reason, you're aggravated with your child. And that goes for people who don't even, who don't have children. Or even, even those who have children, it goes for grown adults. You find yourself aggravated with people for no reason. This person just, hey girl, they're just smiling and happy. And you like, she's smiling. Why is she smiling? But just because your day was bad, just like Tabitha Brunson. Don't you go messing up nobody else's you know? just because you having a bad day. That's not exactly how she say it, but you know, you get the drift. You catch my drift. So why is it that you want to stay in that? Why do why are we okay with staying in that? We can't do that. We have to break these bondages that we are wrapped in we have to learn how to stand up for ourselves stand up for what we desire because if you really desire a happy life then make it start smiling every day start thinking happy thoughts no matter how much your negative thoughts come in hurry up and change it like uh uh-uh cut on some music start dancing I do random things all the time my kids know mama is random she's literally gonna probably start singing out the blue something stupid or she's gonna start dancing or she's gonna be acting silly for no reason because I make my atmosphere 
when I walk into a room, I don't care if I walked into a room and I knew there were people in there who didn't like me. That's not my problem. That's their problem. So I'm going to still be happy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to still be me because it's, especially if I know that I come from a genuine place and I come from a very authentic place because I pride myself on being authentic and trying to, you know, just do what I, be who I'm supposed to be. And a lot of times people are afraid to be them and I'm not. So I don't care if there's pe- there are people in a room that do not care for me. I am going to walk in that room like I just became the president. Not because I'm trying to be funny and because I need their attention, but because that is beneath me. Not them, but the situation. Because it's in God's hands now. If it's something that needs to be worked out, and we need to be, and, and God will work it out however he's going to work it out. That's in God's hands. I don't have to worry about that. I have other things to worry about because I'm trying to walk in, I'm trying to find this purpose not necessarily find a purpose, but I'm trying to walk in it. And I'm trying to reap all the benefits. And so having a heart and heart over petty stuff and not liking people over this and just bickering over that. Like, I, I don't have time for that. I don't have time for the gospel. I don't have time for it. I used to. Oh, baby. Open. So I had my ear open for that, but I, but I didn't have my ear open for God. And now... My ear is closed to that. My ear is open to what God has to speak to me or has to say to me. But we go. We are going to win. I'm telling you, we are going to change our mindsets because in everything we do, we are doing it by the word of God. We are doing it through Christ. And we can't lose like that. So, make that decision. Make that decision that you are going to stand your ground. And no matter what comes your way, no matter what you're faced with, it doesn't matter because you you have somebody that's already fixed it. And that's the, oh, Lord have mercy. That is the greatest gift you could ever get is that your situation is already fixed. So we're not going to go into anything else already defeated. That's dead. That is wrong and dead. We are not going into anything else defeated. Everything we do, we're stepping into it with authority, knowing that I will prosper. When I got this job, I had literally had a job that I was making like really, really, I mean, really good. More than I've ever made. And out of the blue, the job just disappeared. Literally. I mean, literally. And I couldn't understand it. I'm like, how did I get in this situation? Like, why is this happening to me? Or why do these type of things happen? But I was like, God, I'm praying this off of me because I don't understand what this is. But this this has happened too many times. This has happened too many times for me. Sorry, So, what am I going to do to change it? So I start praying like, uh-uh, 
I am going to get a good job. And I wrote in when, oh, Lord have mercy, trying to tell me everything has got on me because I kept trying to get a call center job. But because I was, I wasn't a good steward over the first good job that God had gave me in a call center. I couldn't get a job in a call center after that. And it wasn't that they that I had a bad rep with that with that job because I didn't. I just left that job thinking I was going to. I had gotten offered to be a store manager, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna be a store manager. They offer me this pay and blah blah blah. So I'm leaving this job when I should have been a good steward and stayed at that job. That what that, you know, even though I wasn't gonna be making what I was would have made going to the store. I should have stayed at that job because eventually I would have been making way more than I would have ever made working at that store. Because when I got to that store, when I took that position, I didn't even get paid what I was promised. I was starting, I was getting paid way less than what I was making working at the call center. But I wasn't a good steward over that. So every time I put in a job application for that, that was not coming through for me. I'm like, dang, why can't I ever? I got that.